Rich Rising Kings and Queens, welcome to episode 91, Show Up. Oh, yeah, it seems like it's been a minute, a couple weeks. I've been a little busy. I had a, um, yeah, I've been a little busy, but I'm back. It's just, you know, time management. I'm going to get this thing figured out. No worries. Um, yeah, but I wanted to talk to you today about showing up for yourself, right? And all the, all the ways in which we don't show up for ourselves, you know, forget what other people do, just ways in which we don't show up for ourselves, that we're sitting around waiting for other people, you know, to make our lives better ways in which basically we're just going through life, um, you know, holding our breath. Like we're not participants in our own lives. Um, and the reason why I came up with this topic is because I've ran across a couple people. Um, I ran across this man that he, he's been retired now a couple years, right? And he wants to move away. But he was like, he can't do that until he finds, you know, his queen or the woman that he's supposed to be with. So let me get this straight. Um, you can't live. You can't live your life until you find your queen like maybe there's not maybe it absolutely positively is a time in everyone's life on their journey that they are meant to walk alone right even and I know some of you people that are in in marriages are like gasping but there is the person that you are inside a marriage and then there's a person that you are, period. And what I'm finding is what I have found is that a lot of people do not know who they are outside of their marriage. Outside of their marriage, outside of their kids, outside of their career, outside of all these different things. We don't know who we are. That's why you see uh, people... I, I say this, um, that's why you see people after their kids graduate from school, they're just kind of lost. You know, they graduate from high school, they're kind of lost. They have empty nesters. You see, um, people in the middle, you know, in their fifties, whatever, um, after having midlife, what they call a midlife crisis, you have elderly people after they've worked their entire, not elderly, (laughs) well, people that have worked their entire lives. And once they retire from work, they're just, most people, and it's, it's, it's sad to say, is they end up dying shortly after years, a few years after they retire or they, um, you know, start to deteriorate mentally because they don't know who they are. They knew that they got up and went to work every day every single day, right? They knew that they um, were somebody's mother or somebody's father and they had to, they had certain responsibilities. They knew that they were someone's, uh, uh, what was I going to say? They knew that they were someone's husband or wife and they had certain responsibilities. But when people don't have those responsibilities anymore, they seem to kind of lose it. That's why it is important in any given situation that you always know 
who you are, that you always have a firm grasp on who you are. That is important. You always have a firm grasp on, on what things are important to you, the things that you want to do. You should always have hobbies. Um, you should always have you should always have something that is allowing you to be creative, something that is a passion of yours. You should always know where you end, where someone else um, ends and you begin. And I think why um, many people, I think they think, you know, the first time a relationship or a marriage or whatever, you know, hits a, hits a dry patch, it, you, you, you tend to think, that oh, is something wrong with the relationship or there's something wrong with my partner. Absolutely not. It's not anything wrong with your partner. And it's not your re- partner's responsibility to make you happy. It is your responsibility to make you happy. And it's your partner's responsibility to make himself happy. And the problem or herself happy. Now, pr- the problem is that most people think that it is other people's responsibility to make them happy. And it absolutely is not. That's why the whole concept, and I think I've said this before, a lot of people go around saying, oh, I'm looking for somebody to complete me. So, so what, what are you saying? What's the message that you're sending to the universe? Are you telling the universe that you're a half of person and you're looking for another half a person to make a whole? No, you want to be a whole complete person meeting and coming into union with another whole and complete person. And what I say, what I mean by that is someone who's done their work, right? Done their work. Not somebody that's walking around wounded, um, that's done taped and glued and pieced their self back together. That's not what you want ever. You want, you want to do your work and you want somebody who's done their work, right? That's just, that's just how it works. We can't, we can go through life. And of course, yes, we have absolutely positively all done it. We have avoided, we have avoided, um, pain and we've avoided, um, healing, you know, few of us, myself included, cause I want y'all to know when I'm talking, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking to us. So few of us have done the work to qualify us for what we actually want. Like we all say, oh, we just want, you know, unconditional love. We want to find our soulmates. We want to do this and we want to do that. You got to be careful what you wish for. Because if you haven't done any of your work, you haven't healed any, your soulmate will break you open in a way that you are not at all prepared for. So you want to do your work. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine and he, he said that recently his cousin, um, from Chicago was found dead in a car. I don't know if he said was shot by her boyfriend or with her boyfriend. And I said, Oh my gosh, I'm so, you know, that's horrible. I'm sorry. Um, my condolences to you and the family. And he was saying people die. He said, people die every day. I will grieve her. Um, right now I got money to make, I'll grieve her later. And I absolutely, I ain't going to say I was stunned because I, I kind of knew this person was detached, um, from his feelings. And I said that it doesn't work that way. And it truly doesn't. People seem to think that, you know, pain that they can put that on a shelf, right? They can put that on the shelf and come back and deal with that later. 
You know what I mean? But you can't. Who who is going to like I actually found a way to do this right when my mother passed when my mother made her transition I found a way to shelve it so I didn't shelf it I detached from it right um and I thought that you know once I got through her memorial service and everybody was gone back home and blah 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 that I would you know, like, like you sit down, like it's a plate of leftovers and then I'll sit down and I'll deal with my grief, but it simply does not work that way. Once you detach or you teach yourself or you learn this behavior and how to detach from pain, that is how you operate for the rest of your life. You don't allow yourself to feel, you won't allow yourself to feel, you'll say all the good things, right? You'll, you'll, you'll think that you're grieving in your mind. You'll say all the things that you need to say to tell yourself that you're grieving. That's why they say you have to come out of your head down into your heart. So what a lot of us are experiencing right now is that we're being forced. We are being forced to deal with our, um, emotional baggage because it is time to move forward. It is absolutely time to move forward. Simply is. Um, And we can't delusion ourselves. So many people think too that um, they have all this emotional stuff. Like this particular friend of mine as well. And he's got some mommy issues. He's He's got quite a bit going on. Some abandonment issues. He's got quite a few things going on. And he's smart as... He is so freaking smart. He has a brilliant plan to establish generational wealth, but he cannot seem to get that off the ground. Why? Why do you think that is? He can't get it off the ground because he has all these, this emotional, what do we want to call that? For lack of a better word, all this emotional shit that he has not worked through and he thinks if he just keeps his head down and you know plugs away at his business that he doesn't have to deal like life mm -mm, we can't we are not allowed to be those persons anymore that's what this whole time was for to get us to feel a lot of people are like man I just you know I'm so emotional today or I, I just I started crying and I just didn't know why and you know, that's your inner child. That's that wounded little kid that wants to heal that you, your grown ass won't allow it to heal. You won't allow that little kid to heal, right? I don't know. You know, I was going to say, I don't know how we learned that, but I think I do know how we learned that. Many of you guys remember when you used to get in trouble when you were a kid and you get a whooping and like your pants would whoop you and then they'd be like, shut up before I give you something to cry about and I always thought what the hell do you think you just did you know that you're in pain and you're not allowed to express how you're feeling so a lot of this you know a lot of us many of us say oh my mom my dad they were good parents yeah they did the best they could okay they did the best they could but and and I'm not saying they're horrible people you know, I'm not saying they're horrible people. We've all fall, you know, we've all came up a little short in the parent department. Doesn't matter how, how, uh, 
great of a parent you think you were, right? That's you. But I bet you your child can tell you a different story. Um, but so that's what I'm saying. I'm not coming after nobody's mom and dad, but I'm just saying that it's little things that we've done that our parents did that, that taught us how to attach. I mean, I remember I might've been, uh, I want to say three years after my mom's transition. Um, I noticed that I was just cold. Like I should, things were happening and I should have felt something right like I just started lacking compassion, you know, for, for other people. Like, and I would just, um, I just lacked compassion. I just, I found that I was just cold. I didn't really feel sorry for, um, and I guess you shouldn't feel sorry people, but I just, I guess the best thing I can, the best way I can describe it is that I just was lacking compassion in certain inf- instances. And that's, you know, because I cut off that side of me, I think I cut that side, um, that feminine side, that side that feels, I cut that off, right? I cut that off so I could get through and that is not a good thing. So, and I've gone over a little bit this morning, but I just want to encourage everybody. Like when something happens, tragic, not tragic, your feelings get hurt. Somebody leaves, whatever the case may be, allow yourself to feel it. Allow yourself to feel it and be like, you know what, that shit, that didn't feel good. If that allows you, if that means you, you, um, cry it out, cuss it out, work it out, whatever it is, allow yourself to feel what you feel. Allow yourself to feel what you feel and be honest about what you're feeling, when you're feeling. Many people bring other people into these situations and it's a time for you to to heal and it's a time for you to be alone and many of us want to bring other people into our crazy so we we can avoid so we don't have to deal so we don't have to deal so don't be out here colliding your mess into other people's mess just do the work Allow yourself to feel, and I mean feel all of it, so your tea kettle just won't, you know, the water doesn't spew out on everything and everybody. So that's really what I wanted to share with you today. I'm back in this thing like I never left. Can you guys do me a favor also? Can you send me your emails or some emails to sage society three at gmail.com and let me know some topics that you'd like to for me to uh tackle also um if you have any questions that you would like for me to address because i would absolutely love to answer your questions i'd like to do my little 10 minute segment or whatever and then i'd like to answer questions from my listeners so I want you guys to have the best day ever. Be safe. Um, Grow in love. Grow in peace. I will talk to you really soon. You know I love you.